A fox knows many things, but a hedgehog knows one important thing. It's one important thing. It's one important thing. Welcome to the Spiritual Hedgehog Podcast, where we explore the role philosophy and faith play in your daily life. Here are your hosts, Sarah Gardner and Pastor Eric Dahl. I've been curious your explanation a little bit more about why why the hedgehog, why that what's what's captured imagination, the parable of the hedgehog. I know you're doing some other podcasts in, in, in the midst of, of, of thinking how to reach and entertain important conversations that, that you'd be happy around us. Well, so for those of you that aren't familiar with the hedgehog parable, it's an ancient Greek poet wrote uh, essentially this line that translates as the fox knows many things, but the hedgehog ones know, knows one great thing. And, and actually, that's a concept that's uh, been bantied around a lot in business, uh, meaning that successful companies have one hedgehog concept that guides all their decisions and their choices. Um, and I found myself thinking about, in my personal life, um, the hedgehog concept that I always have to be in touch with is this connection to my faith and the fact that uh, my life can go off the rails if I think that I'm in control all the time. And it's just that reminder that, you know what, um, there but the grace of God go I is, is kind of a, a reality on a daily basis. Uh, and so for me, the hedgehog concept manifests itself in the secular world in terms of uh, the compass and direction and, and the, uh, the important things in life that are, uh, allows us to simplify things a little bit in a complex world and allows us to really focus on our purpose and intent. But on a deeper level, for me, it's this idea of always being remembering that the spiritual part of my life is actually what keeps every, it's the rudder that keeps the, uh, my personal direction going in the right direction. Um, and every time in my, my life where I've forgotten that, um, is when I end up, you know, running into, into walls and falling into ditches. Uh, and so I was thinking about just how can we have a conversation that, that, allows us to explore that instead of this total separation of, okay, we only talk about on Sunday. How can we have a conversation about it in a way that allows us to engage our compassion and wisdom, but also just um, our acceptance and gratitude uh, in the face of challenging times? Hmm. Yeah. What makes me thinking of when you, when you first pose the ideas is I think, is that movie City Slicker? Do you ever see that movie? <laughs> I you love know, that movie. Yeah. yeah well, Cur- Curly, right? Curly's riding the horse, and and um, who's the main actor? Um, Billy Crystal is writing, but I can't remember his character's name. But he's writing next to him, and they're talking, and and Curly go talks about, you know, you know this my secret to life. It's it's one thing, and Billy Crystal's asking, well, what's that one? And he said, that's what you've got to figure out. And um, thinking about that, so you know, at, for, for me, the interest of, in thinking about that one thing and thinking about the hedgehog who knows really one thing very well, um, 
one of the things, sort of our target in that and thinking about how I'm thinking about faith and life and meaning is this, is this idea of, of calling moving forward and thinking about how, you know, how is it that, that we in, in our faith lives um, under, understand what our purpose and meaning is and not just our faith lives, because I, I would argue, granted I'm a, I'm, I'm a pastor, but our spiritual lives are what, what influence our, our everything from our, our joy to um, how we deal with suffering to how we deal um, in our, in our day, day, day lives, getting us to get up in the morning to what we're thinking about when we wake up at three o'clock in the morning and saying, am I on the right path here? Am I on the right track? What's, you know, what's leading and guiding me? So I think when you brought up that idea of how we enter, you know, enter into these questions, not just in a segmented time, which, which many of us, of our religious lives as the segmented time. I do that on Sundays or I do that on Saturday night, or maybe it's even on Friday night, folks. And saying, well, if it is going to really important in our lives, we do need to think about it from, from not only Sunday, 8.30, 10.45, or whatever you, know, you choose as your flavor to what, how is this lead and guiding me in, in what I'm doing in my day-to-day life? Everywhere from being a parent to being um, a photographer or a teacher or a filmmaker or, or whatever it may be. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm excited about that idea concept moving forward. Well, I'm excited to share it with you and uh, just have these conversations. We've known each other a long time now. I mean, um, Gosh, it's been over 20 years now. It has. Yeah. How old were our kids? Boy, they were like seven, seven, six or seven. Yeah. 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 T-ball. Yeah. Yeah. T-ball. It might've even been five. I can't remember. Yeah. It was a while ago. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And T-ball and trying to get them to right, run the right direction around the bases and, (laughs) and those things. But I think, and I just, it's to say, I mean, one of, one of the many things I appreciate and I've always appreciated about you is you're willing to go in depth and be a little bit vulnerable in the midst of what's, what's happening. And I hope, you know, that will come across in, in whatever we're doing here. Um, and hopefully I can provide the same where I think as I talk about my work as a pastor these days, I'm more and more convinced that what helps spirituality come alive is a bit of vulnerability. And too often, some of the downside of what happens is in, in religion or in churches is that lack of being willing to risk thinking that if I come up and say with a, an idea that that really isn't quite orthodox, it's going to suddenly cause this problem. So we don't risk and in, instead realizing that Jesus, you know, who is obviously my, 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 big leader as, as I follow my spirituality, what was one that invited that risk and never the, the people that he would get most angry with was never the ones that were making the mistakes. Instead, it was the ones that thought they always had all, all the answers and knew the right way to do things. And so hopefully we can risk in the midst of, of some of this podcast as well as we move forward. Well, I like the expression of not letting uh, perfection get in the way of progress. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good way. That's also maybe a little bit my personality type, because I think if, if everything had to be about perfection, which I know you can be a bit of a, you have to be with, with your photography, with some of the things, but at the same time, um, so I hopefully will balance each other out that way a little bit, because I think you'll bring a little bit of that, that eye to, to the detail and, and hopefully I can help in some of that other aspect of, of saying, you know, that that's good enough to, to lead us into further mistakes. So, you know, we'll go, we'll go from there, see where it leads and guides us. Well, the other thing I think about in terms of the one thing is that, the people that I have known throughout my life that just had um, a contentment, uh, not just joy. I mean, joy can euphoric happiness is is a uh, very temporary thing, but that that deep, settled, grounded uh, happiness that were thriving in their lives all seem to have that spiritual quality about them. Um, and, and, uh, the idea that you don't have to know everything, um, but you have a lens through which you pass all your actions and all your judgments through, um, that, you know, allows you to, to, um, stay grounded in the midst of a, a lot of, you know, life's challenges. And I think the thing that I've enjoyed is, is over the 20 plus years of, of knowing each other, uh, we both been through interesting life challenges and it's always been uh i've watched it it's always been this sort of uh ebb and flow but always coming back to center uh and and through our our faith relationship that's that's really been um that always the finding the the, the path forward through that and so uh just being able to talk to other people uh recently that that are having um, they're willing to, to, uh, talk about what it, what it takes for them to do what they do on a, on a daily basis. Uh, I look forward to sharing some of those conversations as we go forward. No, ab absolutely. I, I think that what is it that centers each of us and, and allowing, and, and to understand that through life experience, that's going to shift a bit, but, but we tend to return, to certain things that ground us, um, and that, and we're looking for those things that, that can hold us in the midst of, you know, especially this time that we're in right now, where everything in the news. If you're watching too much of the news, you're hearing about death, and you're hearing about um, those things that 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 cause a lot of fear in people's lives, and so both, you know, a grounding in the midst of that. Um, but then also a, a willingness to, to say, and I'm learning. My hope, my hope is in these conversations that 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 I will be pushed um, to expand not only my understanding but emotional maturity in the midst of how I respond to people that that think very differently than I do, and yet be able to articulate in 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 ways what it, what what continues to ground me. And what what continues to hold me in the, in the midst of the various trials and tribulations that 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 come across our lives, um, yeah. So 
we'll see where this goes. And I well, and then uh, you can't help but note that the hedgehog is an interesting animal in that it uh, tends to <laughs> curl itself uh, in a defensive ball. Right. And I do think that, um, uh, that, that, metaphor of that of of trying to uncoil and and you know that regroup and i think uh uh that the hedgehog always comes out of the ball to move forward but there's always that regrouping part and i, I found myself thinking about that in relation to the word uh religion which is uh the idea of re, uh, reconnect yeah uh, and uh and so I'm, I'm looking forward to having conversations with folks and, and invite you to send questions, comments, and, and help shape the conversation as we move forward of, of uh, how do we reconnect and how do we maintain a connection? Uh, and again, the COVID-19 is really exposing the reality of how interconnected we are. And I think it's been, we've been living through a period of, uh, at least within the political realm, a period of divisiveness and a bit of a us and them. And the reality is, is um, the recognition that uh, we're all in it together. Yeah. And what are we trying? I, I think that's the, the tension that I think we'll find. And you'll hear me probably over the, our time talk a lot, a lot about tension in the midst of these, these understandings is one of the tensions is in that question of we want to reconnect with right? And, and I think what you and I, you and me, the two of us, you can make fun of my grammar later, um, is we, we have an understanding that that interconnectedness isn't just what we grew up with, or, um, but it, it needs to be expanded always through education, through through new experiences, through new understandings. If fear is, is, is what's behind our connectedness that we, we want to put a box around and say, this is where I'm comfortable. This is what feels safe. And if that's the one thing, it's, it's, you're probably not going to want to listen to our cast. I think we would say to everybody else out there, because I think that, that further connectedness, if religion is about reconnecting, um, um, from in the Latin understanding, I think we have to understand that that connecting is is with all of humanity, and all of creation. That's that becomes the next piece. So I think you'll you'll see. I think the direction we both want to go with this will be to push some of those a little bit, um, to explore, to hear where some of those speakers are, to realize. Yeah, I have some holes in my own thinking that that will continue to be refined and reshaped, um, but we'll continue to come back with a basis of one for the two of us care and concern for one another, respect for one another, no matter where that conversation goes. And if we can model that, I think we'll have done a good thing. Well, and as I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about the fact that, you know, uh, I'm not a particularly demonstrative faith person. Uh, you know, like it's, it's a very personal private thing, uh, for me always has been. Um, and I think that what scares me, but what excites me is that those meaningful conversations in your life always have that little bit of, um, butterfly in the stomach of, okay, this, you know, it, it could be from being vulnerable, but also could be, um, the unknown, the, the, the fear of the unknown or the fear of, of uh, not wanting to sound 
uh, ignorant or, or just, so these conversations have a certain um, dramatic tension for me a little bit. Uh, and I think uh, probably for you as well. Yeah. Well, I think, what, what did I tell you, Iron, when we were thinking about doing this? It's, it's exciting and it scares the bejeebers out of me to maybe keep it clean right now anyway. Um, there's some, there is something terrifying about putting yourself out there. Um, and I'm trying to, obviously, I wear a hat as I, I, I enter this conversation, but I also want to bring enough of, of myself that's outside of that one calling. Um, and and be vulnerable enough to say i'm learning so if i stink at this which i think is what i said the word the literal word i used i go i'm i'm scared i'm going to stink at this well i at least pushed myself in modeling what i want to model for everybody else is put yourself out there risk failure because that's it, we live in a day and age where we, i think we've lost a sense of that and that can be one of our podcasts moving forward too is thinking about how you know where's that what what's happened to that and, and and how how do we teach people to fail once again? I'm I'm kind of curious about So let's just um let's try to wrap this up a little bit by um focusing on our mission for a little bit in terms of what we've talked about. Um what is one way that you um move past the vocation of your profession of a pastor and actually engage with the your spiritual practice on a on a not the pastor but eric the the man like like how does that come into your life on a on a daily or weekly or periodic basis well i think i think family i mean i think family does that i i don't know if i can totally separate those two out all the time i think there there be, ends up being a a bunch of things that i think from the time i was a kid so i guess i i guess the story i would tell in the midst of that is there i wasn't always going to be a pastor i one of when i traveled to india and came back my sister would have told you that I came back depressed. I would tell you I came back very contemplative. Um, and in the midst of, if, if, if I'm trying to bring something different, it's, it's the spirit of, of curiosity and a spirit of love in the midst of, of what I'm doing. Um, so that doesn't just play a part that, that I bring that to my role as a pastor, but that's not that pastor part doesn't exclude then allowing me to be curious and, and to think about how, do, how do I show compassion and love in the midst of everything I'm doing? Don't do it perfectly. It, you know, I, there, there are many places where I'll fall down in the midst of that. But I, I think if, if I were saying in my spirit, there's an overriding calling, it has to do with, with learning to, to love and in, in all its aspects. And what I've been playing with actually in my preaching lately is thinking about how love and suffering have this tight connection because you don't love anything, you're going to suffer in the midst of it. They, I mean, if, if you're going to expose and be vulnerable enough to love, you're going to suffer and your people are going to take advantage of it. Sometimes you're going to suffer because people that you love get hurt and you've entered into their lives and, yeah. So I guess that's how I had answered. How would you answer the same question? I mean, you, you come with, um, 
you know, th this vocation of any vocations. I think you wear a number of hats or you have, you're a businessman, you're a, a teacher, you're a photographer, you're an artist, you're all of these things. But when you look at, you know, kind of peel those different external things away. I mean, what, what do you think you're trying to, to, to bring to this? That's, that's a core of who Ira is. Well, to answer the, my own question about it, um, in terms of how, where does it, uh, uh, come from it, it goes back to a song I learned, uh, when I was a teenager, um, and it was uh, going to uh, Young Life Malibu uh, up in Canada. And you had no electronics. You had no uh, TV. And if you wanted to make uh, uh, sound or music, you, you sang. And we had the song, uh, uh, Love Him in the Morning When You See the Sun Arising. Love Him in the Evening Because He Took You Through the Day. And majority of days of my life, I wake up. And that's the song that's on my lips. It's like my morning prayer and it's my end of the day prayer. Uh, and when my son was young, I sang it to him every morning. I sang it to him at bedtime every day. And for me, it's, um, uh, it's about remembering to be grateful and, mm -hmm. and, and just remembering gratitude. And so for me, um, in my vocation, uh, you know, I'm a teacher uh, and so I aspire to wisdom and compassion in, in that vocation, but, uh, really the, the, beyond the teacher, probably the, the, the thing I'm looking for is to have compassion and, um, forgiveness of myself, so to speak, for my own imperfections or my own. And, and so, uh, just keeping that song in my heart, uh, throughout the day, um, uh, it certainly plays a role in my art because uh, every time I see beauty in the world or, or just even the smallest little things, light can be amazing. Like just, just today, you know, you stepped away from the monitor and I'm like, wow, you're, you're the scene through the, the, the layer of your window screen is just beautiful. It's a dreamlike quality uh, that uh, I'm like, yeah, that's something to be grateful for. And for me, that, that elevates to a little spiritual moment uh, all the time in my life. Mm -hmm. I love the fact that you can, you, that is something that I've over the 20 plus years of our friendship that I think I've seen develop in you even more. So I think you always had a piece of it, but having the eyes to see beauty in, 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 in many places and, and, to be grateful for that and, and to bring that spirit out. So yeah, thanks for that, Ira. Thank Shit. you. I mean, and you know, and, and it's kind of ironic. It's only been in the last few years that I really have allowed myself to see myself as an artist. I mean, it's, it's strange. I, I saw myself as a business person, teacher, but artist, and really getting to that moment of creativity real creativity happens at a spiritual level. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, and that's a whole nother conversation though that we'll have at some point is just the role creativity has in our daily lives. And, and I believe everybody's creative. I believe everybody has the opportunity to become creative. Uh, and through that process, we get in touch with something, uh, very powerful, very deep within us. Yeah. Well, thanks. So 
can you underlay that love him in the morning when you sing the song somehow on our podcast here? I used to, to that. I used to play that one on the piano. And in the in-between time when you feel, feel the, the pressure, pressure burning. Yeah. Remember that he loves you and he promises to stay. Yeah. Yeah. When you think you have to worry. Yeah. I it just it's one of those that just stays with you. It's kinda like some people do the rosary. For me, it's that song. Yeah. Well, thanks for putting that in my head. I'll be humming myself now as we're moving. So thanks. Thanks, Sarah. You bet. And thank everybody for joining us today. Really appreciate it. And uh, uh, please contribute to the conversation. Uh, we will uh, post an email address for you to send any questions or comments to uh, in the show notes. And uh, look forward to hearing from you. Have a good day. All right. Thank you for joining us today on The Spiritual Hedgehog. For show notes and more information, go to www.thespiritualhedgehog.com.